When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. This is Megan. This is not Rudo. This is Eric. We got Tiff with us. Welcome. A little bit of news last night was fun. Um, that always makes it for a fun show, right? You know, not that shows are not fun, but it just makes it a little more spicy with the big trade. We'll just jump right into it. Like big trade last night in the National Hockey League, and um, everybody's kind of talking about it throughout the hockey world and, and on chat and we'll just go straight up. I mean, obviously Vancouver gets a big piece and and Calgary does what quite frankly we thought they were gonna do, you know what I mean, which is probably not the last one. You know, there's there's gonna be a couple more guys uh, traded before the end of next month. Uh whatever. The the trade deadline. So let's just get right to it. I wanna know your thoughts and uh, you know, take your time. And then we'll dissect it after and with the help of Chad too, you know what I mean? And go from there and see what everybody thinks. Yeah. And just recapping the trade, the Canucks parted ways with Kuzmenko yep. and a pair of prospect defensemen in Brustevich and Yanni Yermo and a 2020 for first round pick and a conditional fourth round pick for 2024. Yep. That's a pretty hefty haul. Um, it, but it is interesting on uh, both sides of it. Yep. I'm inclined to feel that in the immediate, Calgary walks away a little better for the future and Vancouver walks away a little better in the immediate. It makes a team that is having a strong season in Vancouver even better equipped for a deeper playoff run in acquiring Elias Lindholm. But from the Calgary perspective, it gives them a pretty great prospect in yep. Brustevich that I think has a better path to the NHL without a a Quinn Hughes ahead of him. Yep. So I think that is going to be helpful in their deep line for Calgary down the line. Kuzmenko is an interesting player. And this is where I think it's sneakily good for Vancouver to have offloaded yeah. that contract just because <laughs> on the heels of a is it 39 goal season, his production has not been anything close yeah. to that. And they were anchored to a two year five by five contract in him. And they have a hefty contract to extend in Elias Pettersson. Yep. That's where I really like Lindholm in the immediate for Vancouver yep. is alongside Pettersson and, um, is it Horvat? Is that the other player? Uh, you mean for signing? Yeah. Well, they got to sign Pettersson. They got to sign Pettersson. Uh, no, Horvat's gone. But Horvat's uh, gone. That's who I'm, no. I'm mistaking. It's JT Miller. JT Miller, yeah. In, in their forward depth, um, it makes it really well-rounded for Vancouver. And Lindholm makes it better, even though his product production is kind of waned this season. This is still a top bad end. year. It's been a bad year. Top yeah. end centerman yep. has a great defensive game, so that just makes the team defense that has improved steadily. Like the defense yep. specifically has improved yeah. under the leadership of Adam Foote yep. in Vancouver, but it makes the team defense on the whole even better. And yep. we've seen how that benefits Avs in a deep playoff run. Um, but in looking from the Avs perspective, yeah. They couldn't have afforded this. There isn't really a comparable I can think of 
for the roster player in Kuzmenko. That's a good way to look at it, yeah. Like, there isn't really a player that would have kind of satisfied what Calgary's getting in Kuzmenko. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think of is somewhere above Logan O'Connor, in the realm of Colton and Wood, but Kuzmenko's just such a different player and has obviously had a disappointing yeah. season that... Any one of those names you wouldn't have wanted to part ways with, in addition to 2D prospects. So yeah. what are we looking at? Barons and Guliev. Yeah. That would have been too much, to be yeah. honest. Those yeah. are two high-end D prospects. And first-round pick, yeah. conditional fourth. That's just too rich for the Avs blood. And it wouldn't have made a lot of sense because, as we know, Lindholm is on the last year of his contract. Yeah. So this is potentially a rental situation for Vancouver. Um, and they have some decisions to make obviously with the Pedersen contract coming up for them as well. So all in all, I don't think the Avs could have pulled this off. I think they're going to have to consider a different option. Um, and Vancouver comes out of it a little bit scarier in the immediate, but yeah. I think Calgary is is also not a fool in this transaction. No, and I'm not trying to be scared of saying, like, who won the trade? You know, first of all, you make a trade like that to have this magnitude, like it takes years. You know, I'm just being honest. It takes years to really know to the full extent of what kind of transpired, right? You know what I mean? Because you're talking about draft picks. So, you know, you're might be four or five years away. You're talking about prospects, like one of them's in, um, in, fin, in Finland, right? Um, bigger guy, lefty. So here's what it does. Vancouver, I mean, Vancouver gets rid of the contract. The, again, our good buddy AJ here, he's not here, but, you know, he's called that one. He called that one this summer to me. I said, I like that Kuzmenko guy. And he's like, no, no, he's not going to shoot like he did last year. He's not going to get no way, no way. You know what I mean? I guess his shooting percentage was real high yeah. last year, and AJ was like, not a chance. And then he was right. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's been a little bit of dysfunction, you know, like, you know, in the sense that, he didn't. I don't think he'd like where he was in the lineup, right? With with the you know, full year new coaching staff of uh, Rick Talkin and Footy and those guys, right? So, I don't think he was really happy where he was played. Um, it's hard to argue with the success that Canucks are having this year. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. if you're a Canucks fan, it's like wow, you didn't expect this. If you're an Avs fan, like you're like, oh wow, there's. There's a threat in the West, right? You know, because they're playing awesome, you know, with Demko and Net. And so I do believe that unloading that contract was big for all the reasons, like you just talked about um, Pedersen's contract, that quite frankly, it's, it's a little bit on the unknown right now. If you read, you know, what's going on in the newspaper and, you know, what I mean, like it's in the rumors and everything, it doesn't seem like, you know, they're really getting any close to it, you know. Um, now, what I like about Vancouver is they're showing their locker room, and I say that all the time. They're showing the locker room. They're going for it. Yeah. And for me, that is huge. I mean, that is – it's as big as it can get. They they got rid of one roster player, which, like you said, the Avs didn't really have that comparable. But they got rid of a roster player that was not very happy. Yeah. Right? So right there, you're like, okay, it makes your team a lot stronger. Elias Lindholm's, Lindholm's having a bad year. You, you can't judge him over his last – few months. You got to judge him over the last five, six years. He's an outstanding two-way player. Yeah. Uh, he touches so many areas of the game, from face-offs to PP to PK to he makes guys around him better. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of like a fixer. You know what I mean? So he's a good person. Uh, you know, 
Patrick Alvin, the GM, signed an extension yesterday Same in Vancouver. Day, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the Swedish mafia there. You know what I mean? Like Patrick Alvin is Swedish. And obviously, Pedersen is Swedish. And, you know, so they're, I think they seem to have uh, the Sedins over the years, right? There's a connection there. And they must feel really comfortable with Elias Lindholm and uh, obviously the person uh, coming into the locker room. He makes them uh, that much better. Um, uh, he makes them a more threat like uh, the way they're going to be set up you got a team like winnipeg that's probably just like oh god forget about the abs winnipeg is probably like oh really like he was a good fit for them you know yeah, what i mean and they desperately uh, i'm talking about in the west yeah, right you know obviously in boston he would have been a great fit and all that stuff so so you can tell there was there was quite a f- listening to craig conroy yes I, I listened last night to his little bit there like he was talking about he's saying that didn't expect to trade him yesterday, but it kind of, you know, I ten- intensified a little bit. And then all of a sudden Patrick was like, oh, let's let's get this done. And this is what I'm giving you. And then it didn't sound like anybody else had an offer that was quite, like, you know, to your point, uh, heavy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, so you got the first, you, you got the, the conditional one, which I think if he reaches the uh, semifinals, uh, it's a, it becomes down, it becomes a third, right? That's a significant pick, you're right? Definitely. You know, it, it really is. It's not just garbage, you know what I mean? So, and then for, for for Calgary, you get those two prospects. One's a lefty, one's a righty. One is more offensive, one is more brute, you know. Uh, it kind of helps them with restocking a little bit, you know. Like the last four or five years, they did make some trades, you know. Just think of the Dougie Hamiltons and, you know, like uh, Travis Hamannick. And, you know, they did lose a lot of draft picks, high draft picks, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of... They don't have those prospects, and I, I think last year they started retooling, and you know Connor Zari and um, all those types of things. So I think on D it made sense for them to to go back and get a couple prospects, and again, it's projection. You never know how they're gonna do yeah. in the NHL. You have no idea, right? But uh, you're assuming, uh, which you always get assumed they're gonna be good. Um, and then for them, they haven't given up on the playoffs, but at the end of the day, they're still following their plan. So if Playoffs are there, awesome. You did say the guys believe in the locker room, you know, Kadri and guys like that, that they're pushing for the playoffs. Even though you make a trade like that, it doesn't look like you are. But you're getting a roster player that scored a bunch of goals last year, yeah. right? You know what I mean? So for their fan base, I think it makes sense. It makes sense for them. Like I said, I hate to be that guy, but it's good for both teams. It really is. Yeah. Um, and I go back to Tampa a few years back and, um, you know, was – Barclay Goudreau really worth that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? In like, hindsight, right? Right, in hindsight. Like, you're like, wow, that was hefty for Barclay Goudreau. Even that yeah. day, I was like, whoa. Like, what? Like, and again, I like Barclay Goudreau. I'm saying, but they have their nice rings now to show for it. And nobody talks about it. So I think it's what you're willing, like you said, to stomach or willing to, to do. Um, do I think the Avalanche could have done a package like that? Probably not. I agree with you. You know what I mean? So it probably wasn't in the fit. And I think that, We've been talking about this for a few weeks now, saying like, this is wishful thinking a little bit. Like, I thought he would have been an awesome fit Absolutely. with the abs, you know. But, you know, I didn't think it was going to be doable. Um, but it sounds a bit, I like the way you just did it. You compared the two, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if you're the abs, how do you compare that? It probably didn't make sense, right? You know, right. so, um, but for, for Vancouver, I like that they're showing, like I said to you, their locker room today's got to like, all right, like, I mean, they have a lot of faith in the team swag, you know what I mean? the front like, office. Yes. Taking care of them, willing to take the swing for the fences. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, too, that you mentioned 
the D pipeline for Calgary again because it just reminded me that the five of their seven pending UFAs are defensemen. Yep. And they probably can't afford some of those contracts. And I and again, we'll talk about it later in the segment. Like you know, guys like Hannafin or whatever. Exactly. I mean, I don't think this is the last trade. You know, I mean, obviously, Tanev. You know, uh, he's probably the next one. Right. Uh, you know, right. Teased yesterday that I that mean, was already coming. This is it's, it's coming. You know, what I mean, like I think it's coming. I think Calgary played their cards right. You know, what I mean, like Absolutely. I think that Smart you know, business. I think I think they did a good job. And now what that does is sets the market a little bit for for other teams, right? And then uh, you know. And again, the market, it's like anything else. It can always, I hate that word, but I don't know any other word, but it can always change too as you get close. Sometimes it's just like, you know, again, deadlines make things move, right? You know, yeah. good or bad, like, you know, market goes up or down. But um, I, I think it was it was smart by Vancouver to do it ahead of time. Like, well, people didn't really expect it yesterday. I like that. There's a little bit of a stealth aspect, you know, where um, I think it was it was good for both. It was good for both and then, and again, the UFA part, uh, you know, unrestricted part can scare you sometimes. But like I said, uh, you know, they, they made, I'm using he, trades of the past here, the Avalanche. Just think of Rob Blake and things like that. Yeah. That was a hefty trade, you know. But he's also a UFA. And then you're like, oh, my God, it's a rental, it's a rental. Next thing you know, he signs here. You know what I mean? So I think we got to be careful with the word rental. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I think that. Somewhere, somehow, I'm not saying you're cheating. I'm not accusing of anyone. But sometimes you have a feeling, too, like, you know, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to like it here. We can make it fit. You know, you kind of know in the ballpark what he's looking for, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just kind of makes you think a little bit like, you know, hey, wishful thinking here, you know. Or they just said, hey, it's purely a rental, and this is what it is, which I don't think it is. You know what I mean? I don't think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that somewhere, somehow, you know, we'll see if, uh, and you win makes things so much easier too, yeah. right? I'm not saying I want the Vancouver Canucks to win. I'm saying, but you know, then it's like, right? I was just talking about Tampa. You know, next thing you know, yeah. it's you win, and then you're like, oh wow, that was nothing. You know what I mean? Like, but you lose in the first round, you're like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, that one's a tough one. You know what I mean? And then the guy walks, and you're like, oh, oh god. You know what I mean? Like, but you gotta try. Absolutely. I mean, I, I give uh, you know Jimmy Rutherford and Patrick Alvin those guys like all the you know kudos in the world that they they're they're, they're doing something yeah they believe in their you gotta remember demko wasn't there last year was hurt most of the year right you know it was bad and yeah and this year i don't know like i and i know i'm again i'm not the best guy with numbers and it's too bad like you're way better you rudo and aj but you know the pd i don't even know if it dropped down a little bit but obviously it's still actually it's still i was, high, I was okay, comparing yeah, boston yeah. and Vancouver. All right, it's at, hold on, I actually have it in my notes here. You can look, but I want to say this, those teams are, you know, like Boston, they're getting saves. I mean, like, you know, they're getting the saves. One like, before. It's a little high. It's a little high. All right, so that's, it's still high a little Usually bit. Usually like above 102. Yeah. It's probably not as good as they seem, yeah. but still. But I mean. They're, they're, they have the horses too. Yeah, they got horses. They got, they got a superstar Quinn used. They do. They do. You know I mean, like they really, Elias Pedersen is a heck of a player. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I think Talk's a great coach. Talk's got them going right now and. Everything is going right. You know what I mean? So, again, they started down the last 30 games last year when talk came in and, you know, just kind of right in the ship. And, you know, now I think it's not a coincidence. That's since day one. I think after, uh, use the Kings, you know what I mean? Like, all yeah. right, they had a good 20 games and it really fell off. And now it's more like, okay, maybe they are for real. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even with the PDO high, you know what I mean? Like, but there's a reason for that. Demko's just been 
outstanding. This is honestly what I expected Demko to be. He struggled with injury yeah. to this point, and yeah. people shouldn't be surprised. He is a great goaltender and has just not had consistent health throughout yeah. the season. I mean, I'm reading like Fleeston. No, I get that. I, I think you can look and say, oh, my God, and it's like, you know, but I think you got to give it time to see. I, I think both are winners yeah. like right away because it helps them right away. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I think you have to give it time after that, to, you know, to to really see the implications of you know the prospects and what you did with those draft picks. And you know what I mean? Like, you never know, yeah. right? I mean, you could. I mean, we've hit on picks. I mean, it just happens. You know what I mean? Like, it you never bang on. So you know, you hope you hit with the picks. You hope you hit with the prospects that you got. It helps them left side, right side, whatever. Tough puck moving. You know, whatever. You know, even with a name like that, I forgot that he's American. You know, um, yeah, <laughs> plays in the in the what is it OHL, um, but uh, he's American. Yeah, so I think he's third in the league in scoring. Kostevich, yeah, yeah, as a no, defenseman, his year two has been incredible. Yeah. This is where I think Vancouver was smart because. Yep. Year two in the OHL isn't yeah. necessarily indicative of NHL success. Yep. It's impressive, and he should be sure. dominating that league. But they sold when, not sold, but yeah, moved yeah. on from him when his stock was at the highest. Yeah. And that is a really smart move for him, Vancouver, because we yeah. don't know what kind of a player he's going to be. He's obviously projected to be a yeah, good player, yeah, yeah. but it's really hard to translate major junior to NHL so early in a young yeah. player's career. Yeah. That's why I think even people looking at Cal Ritchie's success right now with Oshawa and wondering if he's the 2C solution yeah, no. isn't very realistic. Like, it's just very different leagues, and I hope that they have a player in Bruce Sevich, but it was very smart business, in my opinion, from Vancouver yep. because his stock has never been higher. And you're right about Cal Ritchie. Like, what is he dominating the league right now, which yeah. is awesome. It is you awesome. Know, it's awesome. Star of the month. And again, you're talking about... A pick last year, you know, he was injured, and you're, you're you're going on projection, right? You're just hoping that if he wouldn't have been hurt, this is what I think he could have become, and this is what you're seeing right now. So the Avs picked him to to be um, the player that he is today, yeah. right? And that's why some people were saying it could be the steal of the draft. You know what I mean? It like, could be. could be. You know, I mean, I, I don't. Still, you know, yeah. still. Uh, again, that's why you got to wait. You know, it takes years, but yeah, to say that it's the answer to the two C problem. No, it's it's not. It's not how it works. You know, um, you in know. a faraway yeah season. Yeah, like, sure. Down no, the no. Line. And again, you're talking to a guy here, Ryan O'Reilly. Like I say it all the time. Like he was 18 years old, and as an organization, we were ready to second round pick, and we were ready to send him down. And until we had a big meeting, then they were like, "But well, why we sent? Like, yeah, who's who's better than him?" And we had no answers. And that's how Ryan, stand, you know, stayed here. Never played yeah. a game in the freaking minors that I love, the American League. God. But he never did. You know, he never went back. Yeah. And that's, you know, but again, if you look at Ryan, his production, this and that, it was more like on a limited role and he was doing PK and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. you know, Cal Richie is, it, it's, it, it, those boots are, those are big boots to fill. I yeah. mean, those are. Those are big games, you know. There's, and I'm not saying he won't be a big game Sunday guy, but you know he might be. And yeah. then and if we He's look at some growing up to do, you know. And speaking of Sunday, you know, you got Super Bowl Sunday. Then you know, you you, you know, brought to you by DraftKings. Um, I mean, what a, what a segment that is, right? From big game Sunday, Cal Ritchie to um, looking for a Super Bowl offer for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Can you believe it's Fifty Eight? That's crazy. 
No. Does it get better in that Super Bowl and DraftKings and DraftKings Sportsbook uh, has got us covered? Obviously, new customers can bet on the big game um, and turn five bucks into two hundred dollars instantly. Uh, those are pretty cool odds. I mean, no, not odds, but those are pretty good incentives, you know, to open an account and yeah. uh, you know and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And then use the code DNVR. New customers can bet five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight, with the code DNVR. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler, or in West Virginia, visit www dot one eight hundred Gambler dot net. In New York, call one eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after. Issuance cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Rudo goes way quicker than I do, but I'm more articulate. I'm more articulate. I understood every single word. And at the same time, we're brought to you by College Invest. It's important to start saving for college. I got one in college now. Uh, Early. You, you know, you never know. You never know. And you need a plan just in case your child doesn't uh, land an athletic scholarship like Gail McCarr. Uh, College Invest makes it easy with flexible savings plans. You'll benefit, you'll benefit from a Colorado tax deduction. Savings can also be used for trade schools and apprenticeships nationwide. Open your account at collegeinvest.org. Second period of the DNVR, DNVR Avalanche podcast. Um, I want to get back again to this, you know, bombshell yesterday of a trade, right? Yeah. You know, so let's get back to it a little more. And um, obviously, what does that mean uh, for the Avalanche, so to speak, right? You know, right. because does that does that help the Avalanche? Does that, hmm. you know? Bring the market to a certain. Does that raise the stakes on the market? Does it bring the market the stakes down? What does that mean for the for for some names that are out there? We can dissect into some names, and I, I got a name I want to throw out out there, and AJ is going to be proud of that name. I'm going to throw out because I know he likes them. But so how about we start looking if yeah. you want to at a couple names Absolutely. that everyone's been talking about. I mean, it's not. Hey, listen, it's not. It's not rocket science. There's I mean, only you, you know, I mean there's only a few guys there. that yeah. make sense and they're UFAs or whatever it is. And, you know, uh, so again, everyone's looking at them. And now you got a name off the board in Lindholm. Now you got the same usual suspects. And when I say that, it's Avalanche, Boston, Winnipeg, mm-hmm. right? So they're all, in a nutshell, like competing for those same players. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, so who's going to pull the trigger at the right time? Who's going to have the package that makes them say yes, kind of like what Calgary did yesterday with Vancouver. They were like, all right, well, fair enough. If you put those two guys in, then we have a deal. You know what I mean? So that's what it, it sounds like what it came down to. But let's look at a couple names now if you want. Like, uh, 
I think we have graphics, right, of, of some guys. For some of them, yeah. yeah, for some of them. And, and if any, we don't, we can see Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. See what Chad thinks, too. You know what I mean? So Kevin Hayes is one that I'm not particularly high on myself. 31 years old, 10 goals, 11 assists um, now through his season. But the speed just isn't where I'd want it to be for Colorado. That's where I think they'd find themselves having issue with a stylistic fit similar to what we're struggling with in Ryan Johansson. It's a name, though, I've heard mentioned because he is a veteran player with experience. I just don't necessarily love him as a top choice for Colorado. And I think something I have a lot of confidence in the Avs front office with is not making decisions out of desperation. And so I think there's an argument to be made that Lindem off the board hurts Colorado because it drives the price up for the yeah. centerman market because it is pretty thin. Yeah. I think that's why I'm throwing names out like Kevin Hayes. Sure, yeah. No offense to Kevin Hayes. No, 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 no. And what I find interesting is the Avs haven't made a move in the past deadline out of desperation. Now, it also brought Lars Eller to Colorado, yep. which wasn't necessarily a name anyone was thinking of, and it didn't have the high end that they probably needed. Didn't think it was a bad fit or a bad decision, yeah. but I like that it stepped outside of what usual suspects were in conversation that year. Like, obviously, Ryan O'Reilly's name came off the board pretty early around that yeah. deadline, too, so the, the market was thin yet again. And I like that they just didn't take a big swing at whatever was available. And I, I feel similarly about how they'll approach filling that position yeah. around this deadline, too. I don't think they're going to settle for something that isn't going to be a good fit. Yeah. Ryan Johansson is a cautionary tale, even Tomas Tatar to a different extent, that they really need to be landing. And, yeah. and they did, and Wood, and Colton. And so I think they've done a lot of great things, but... I, I don't think they'll take a swing at a player like Kevin Hayes. I think that they have a plan A, and their plan B is going to be just as good as their plan A, and they're yeah. not going to go for it otherwise. Yeah, I agree with you on, on Kevin. I think it's, I think they've been linked, the Avs and him, the last yes. few years, right? You know, for, for all the reasons, right? And and I agree years. with you. I think it's more like the fit is, is not there. Um, but it's worth talking about. I mean, again, Absolutely. they might make a deal tomorrow for Kevin. You know, right. we're like, his oh name god, has come you know? up for a yeah. I mean, listen, it's, it's it's, he's got some size. He's got you know. But you're, right. I mean, the 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 foot speed is you know, mm, you know what I mean, like just not. And we can see that it's been a problem, right? For yeah. for for the as with there's a drop off from the, the 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 rocket ship like McKinnon and then it just yeah. i mean it's unfortunately that's what right. you're compared to because that's usually you go on the ice after that and then it's your visual of and then it's a little slower you know what i mean and and yeah. i'm not picking on Ryan here i'm not i'm saying anybody you know what right. i mean could be Kevin Hayes could be anybody um it's just it's just like the pace is is different so it's uh the style and the fit is is it probably not there. I, I like the size. I like the experience. Yeah. You know the the position, all that stuff, and and what they could make for it. I mean, I don't even know what Kevin's at this year. Is he? It's a good question. I, I don't even know. Like it's a was it? It was a buyout from right yeah, from Philly and but, or was it trade or whatever it was? And they're retaining a salary, kind of like Rigel, right? Yeah. You know, I, I would have to. Look. It's on the top of my head, but um, so I I just think that. It's a name out there, and it's a name that I, I think you have to look at every name possible. You have to. No, that's your job, You're right? right? You know, and that's and I, and they and they do, and that's why the pro guys are out there. And 
Did you find it? Like what it is? Or I, I think it's 3.5. So it's like it last year, right? On or yeah. or uh, Philly's retaining seven, and and it's yeah. being split. Yeah. So St. Louis is uh, Philly's retaining. Philly's retaining. Which is honestly, that's really comparable to Rijo money. Yep. So we're really kind yep. of just looking at Rijo yeah. Hansen. Yeah. And then, and it go back to Lindholm too. There was no salary retention, you know, which was big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which was big for, for Calgary. You know what I mean? Like they're not it, retaining salary. And yeah. you always got to remember it's a salary cap world. There's, there's a lot of things that go into place, you know, with, with, with all the, the moves that they make and the percentage that they retain and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, Kevin was the name there. I, I think we just, you know, I don't think it's a good fit. And then we can go to the next one, Tiff, if you want. Like the, hmm. um, I'll go first on on Monty there. Like I, um, <laughs> see, I I like him a lot better than I make it sound. Yeah. Uh, the the, the feet are tough. Like they're. I mean, this is a guy that got surgery. He was not. Uh, he needed surgery right a couple years ago, and then. I want to say it was the hips or whatever it was, and it kind of hindered the skating. And, you know, this he's not that old. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's not ancient. Um, so mm -hmm. Sean is smart player. You're talking about a little bit like Lindholm in a sense that, you know, PPPK face-offs. You know yeah. what I mean? Smart player. You can, you know, give him a, a defensive assignment. Um, like like Lindy, you can too, you know. Um, it's funny because in Calgary a couple of years back, kind of Lindholm kind of overtook – Monahan as the number one guy, you know what I mean, and and I think Sean is not Monahan is not uh, a number one guy. I don't think he ever was. Yeah. And you know him and Goudreau and you know they you know they had some good seasons, but they didn't really go anywhere when when he counted in the playoffs. And you know yeah. as we saw against the Avs, right? It was it was pretty lopsided. I'm not blaming Monahan for that. I'm saying well, he's part of that team, and you know. Yeah. Um, I I think he's more suited to be a secondary guy, so that's why I like the fit there. You know. Yeah. I like the face-offs. I like the, you know, I, I do believe it would be an upgrade uh, from, he can score big goals. He's playing well right now. Yeah. Like he really is playing well. Watched him against the Islanders last couple of weeks, couple of days ago. Um, he's playing good. And I, I, you can see he's more at ease with his skating. Uh, it's never going to be a, an A+, plus, you know what I mean? But the, the injury is not hindering him like it did the last couple of seasons and, I, I like that as a better fit. I wouldn't discard it just yet. You know, I wouldn't. Uh, but we'll see what happens here. But I, I don't think this is a guy I would be like, yeah, no. Um, for all the reasons, I do believe he'd be, he's a good person. He'd be a good fit here. Uh, but yes, the, the speed is, you know, it would be, it would be, you know, a little bit what we're dealing with right now, you know. Yeah. In but an upgrade in my book. I, I think so too. I yeah. think he would be... In consideration like yeah. in talking about CMAC having an A and a B plan, I think he would be like a C plan. And it's the health history that concerns me. Yeah. I don't like to even speak about it. I don't wish that on a player ever to struggle with it down the line. But no. with uncertainty around Vanachushkin's future availability to the team, yeah. they can't really afford to lose members that are slotted in their top six, in my opinion. Yeah. And with the health history being what it is, I would just have concern around it. Yeah. And I, I don't want him to struggle with his health any more yeah. than he already has. But yeah. like you said, the speed is a little bit of a tougher sell. The injury yeah. history is a bit of a tougher sell. But he is effective, and he does show up 
in the playoffs as far as production. That yep. would definitely be helpful to them, that experience. But those other things make it more like a plan C. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, that's why I'm saying I don't think right now, okay, Lindholm is off the board, right? So he's gone. So I, and I'm not saying that they had him as number one option. I'm saying, but he's gone. So now I don't think they have Sean Monahan as the number one option, mm-hmm. you know, but I do believe he's in there somewhere. That's just my gut. That's my thought. Um, I'm not saying that. And again, the cost of acquisition is going to be way lower than Lindholm. Yeah, easier pill to swallow. It's a, it's a, it's not you're not in the same category. I think Lindholm was a category by himself. I agree. Right? Yeah. I mean, unless you're making a trade now for an RFA or you know, I mean, a, a hockey trade that we talk about. Like, not that this is not a hockey trade, but I'm saying this is a UFA. Yeah. He's unrestricted Lindholm, so it makes the thing a little different, a little more risky, but it's a little different. You know, all that stuff. Um, but Monahan, I don't think. I think you'll hear more of of uh, of him, you know what I mean, and then, and I think that there'll be multiple suitors on him, not just you know one team. I right. think it'll be there'll be a few for all the reasons we're talking about. Yeah, you know? the the Boston's, the Winnipeg's. Now that Lindholm's off the board, I'm telling you, there like, are teams that I think act more out of desperation than I expect the Abs to. Yeah. So I think you're right. There's going to be other teams making competing offers. Um, yeah, let's go to the next one. Yeah, you can go first on this one. The the man of the hour. I think this is the name I've heard come up the most. AJ has written about Henrik yeah. a lot as well. It's sort of, he would describe the fine option for Colorado. And this was someone I was interested in for the Avs last deadline. Um, it's weird. It's like, even though I was so interested in him last deadline, this deadline, I feel just a little bit more lukewarm around it. Yeah. Um, had a really productive season last year, 20 goals, like 21, 22. Yeah. Um, and so that production already is a step above Ryan yeah. Hands, which I feel bad. It's yeah. just the need in the lineup right sure. now, pitting him against Ryan Johansson. It feels a little bit cold. Um, no, I, I'm with you though. We're on the same page. But the, yeah. the speed is not terrible, not great. Um, yeah. I think it would... Again, be an improvement over Johansson, but still not exactly what I think the Az would love to have in terms of yeah. speed. And it it stinks, but there is a reason why we talk about it so much. The Avs yeah. pace is a strength of their game, especially inside the top six. And that's where, depending on how that line would shake up, there is just a lot of speed around whoever's supposed to be anchoring it. Um, but otherwise, he's a great face-off guy, and he's been still productive in Anaheim this year. Um, just defensively, maybe not as strong as a Lindholm would have been, um, you know, the two-way game. And then it's the skating that remains a little bit of a concern for Henrik and his fit. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. You know what I mean? And I agree with AJ too. And then I think that it's, I think we get into the category of, for example, Henrik. I'm reading chat there as we're going through and it's, you know, saying like, Neither of them are two C's now. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree. Right. And I think we brought it up on this show before. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I think we all agree. If it was Rudo, you, or AJ, or it wasn't me that brought it up, so I won't take credit. Uh, but but I will. Uh, <laughs> Tiff, find it. Find it when I said it. Um, what I'm about to say is um, 
I agree. You know, like I, I don't remember on the chat. I lost my chain of thought. Not my chain of thought, but on the chat, whatever was said. Like uh, I agree. They're not really two C two C centers. They're more like three C's. You know. Yeah. But I do believe, and that's my point of we said it a few weeks back. The Avs are built differently, and with the back end and their production on the back end, it makes the importance of a two C legit like two C. Um, which I hate the word, but uh, second line center, whatever you want to call it, um, secondary center. How's that? The, to be below uh, McKinnon, not as important because of the way they produce on the back end. I don't remember who said. It. I don't remember if it was AJ, you or 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 Ruto. It was just somebody did. You know what yeah. I mean? And it made sense because I was like, "There's a good point." You know what I mean? It's a valid point because it's not that important because they get so much from their back end that it compensates that if they don't really have a true number two, that's why a guy like Henrik for me fits. You know what I mean? He can still skate. Um, smart player. Uh, it's been around. Uh, I remember like we had discussions when Ryan O'Reilly was holding out back then. And, uh, you know, even like a one for one, pack, it was like, no, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. again, looking back at it, I'm saying, that type of player, you know what I mean? Like they're a smart player, uh, obviously learned the right way in Jersey. Um, I do believe he'd be a great fit, you know what I mean, for what we're talking about, you know what I mean? And and it would bring the speed up, you know what I mean? Like It's still an improvement. It's an improvement. where they're at right now at that You're position. going up a little bit. You're gaining a little bit. Again, the cost of the acquisition is not going to be like Lindholm. It's, it's not. And, yeah. you know... And if somebody does, then good for that team. And you know, <laughs> like if you're Anaheim, then run with it. You yeah, know what I mean? like, absolutely. Oh, great. Hey, you want to give me eight first round? Sure, I'll take it. Uh, but you know, I think it's more. Uh, I, I the Lindholm dictates a little bit the market now. You know, definitely give and take. So now it might trigger some stuff here in the next few days because it's like okay, one went down, we can't wait, and you know, yeah. then teams will. Well, well, up their ante or their offer. I don't know what you want to call it. Maybe I didn't want to, you know, put, you know, Tiff in there, but I'm going to put uh, whatever, Eric, whatever. You know what I mean? Or I'm, I don't want to put Eric, but I'll put Tiff. And then they're like, no, yeah. but we like Tiff better. And then all of a sudden, no, you're not. I'm not putting Tiff in there. And then next thing you know, you're like, all right, fine. You can have Tiff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's it's a timing thing, later, right? You know, it's like, and that's kind of what, you know, which I do believe is what happened a little, a little bit yesterday, you know, with, Maybe it was that defenseman, you know. Um, I won't say his name again. I, I won't, yeah, there you go. I won't attempt his name. Um, it's sometimes it's just that, and, and it's like, or you know, no way you're getting our first or whatever it is, and yeah. then all of a sudden, like, okay, you know what? I'm giving you my first, you know what I mean? Because maybe originally it was a two and a two and a third, a second and a third, but they're like, no, no, we're gonna give you a one and a conditional four, right? You know, whatever things we don't know, we're not inside those, you know, right. rooms. You can speculate, you can assume. Uh, but I do believe that the ads will do something. Yeah. You know, uh, I always say in CMAC we trust, right? You know Definitely. what I mean? Like, I, I, And we do because CMAC, um, Joe, and, and the crew have been around long enough. And Kevin McDonald, guys like that have been around where you're not going to be caught sleeping and watching the train go by. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not going to happen. Um, they're in it. They're in everything that they, they want to be in. And again, maybe they didn't want to be in Lindholm. We don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right? <laughs> so, right? I mean, we're assuming. I, 
I think it's a good assumption that they no, were. Sure you they know, right? I mean, you know, absolutely, but probably not at that price. Like everybody seems to agree. So there were probably some players that they mentioned. Calgary mentioned. They said absolutely not. Conversation over. Yeah, and, and as a team, uh, you got to remember if you're the seller, which on this point it was obviously uh, Calgary selling Lindholm, right? Yeah. You know, um, there's targets you want to get to. You know what I mean? And it's like. Things you want to get. It really looked like they wanted to get a roster player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, which which they got. He's got 39 goals last year. I mean, yeah. whether you like him or not, don't like him, or shooting percentage too high, it's still like, he scored 39. I mean, that's like eight years for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just pretty good, you know? <laughs> so um, I'm just saying. So you have targets. You have things that you like as a group you say no we're not going below that you know what i mean and then and then this is and again if it's more and more then it's awesome because that's all bonus and what we thought we would get so i do believe that the abs will be on it uh, on stuff um and they'll be aggressive and yeah. and which is fine to be aggressive and and to be quite fairly honest and i know people won't agree with me but if they would have decided that that's what they're giving up for Lindholm. I of all people would have been fine with it. I'm just being honest because I'm they're going for it. You know what I mean? Like, and I would have said, all right, you know what? They're gonna win it all now, and then it, no one's gonna talk about this. And, and again, that's the gambler and me talking. You know what I mean? I think the Avs are maybe not in that position to do it right now because of the assets and everything. But yeah, but I'm saying if they would have done it, I wouldn't have cried wolf. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah. I would have said, yeah, so what? You know what I mean? All right. It was a lot, but so what? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just saying, I think, but they know what their so what is. You know what I mean? We can speculate here, but right. they know what their so what is, right? So who knows? And then, and maybe they were in on it for the same package. You never know. And yeah, it was just a different, <laughs> but it was, a, it was a defenseman that they liked, you know, the prospect in Vancouver better than the Avalanche. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? I, Little things, right? You'll never know. I don't think so, but I'm saying, just trying to explain to people, like, but there's a name I want to throw out there. Like, what if, like, all of a sudden, like, next couple of days, you got all those names are gone. Monaghan, Enrique, and, you know, for, for whatever their cost of acquisition was going to be, you know, that they were willing to give, you know, to, to get. The yeah, abs I'm talking about. I'm going to bring this name up because I was flipping through earlier and it's, you know, he is signed. It's not a UFA, but man, he's a good fit for the uh, Scott Lawton. That's interesting because his name came up this morning as the flyer shopping him. Uh, I'm just saying now, what are you willing to, again, and I know people are not dumb, but obviously when you're, Trading for a guy that's already signed, it's a different value than you know a guy that's not signed. You know? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, what would the Abs do to you know? What would they be willing to stomach? You know what I mean to to go that route? Yeah. Which is a different route because it's not a UFA. But yeah. man, I would take that guy on the Abs team in a heartbeat. We're all entertain it as if they catch Philly in a really vulnerable place. Like Lawton's been playing more in a depth role this yep. year, fourth line yep. minutes. Yep. Not a bad thing necessarily, no. but I wonder if they can use that as leverage then in yep. terms of whatever Philly would be doing to part ways with them. I think Philly's in an interesting spot 
they overperformed to start this year playing extremely well. I think they're regressing a little bit. It's yeah. a little bit more to expectation. They're also going through a lot in having lost what was once believed to be their starter goaltender for reasons we all know about. Yeah. And I just wonder then if they're more open to considering things they wouldn't have yeah. a month ago. And perhaps the Avs could use something like that to their advantage. And yeah. I expect they will because yeah. I look back at Claude Giroux and the cup year and when the Avs were not the Giroux winners in the Giroux sweepstakes, people were really worried that they were toast. <laughs> and then it ended up being such a good deadline for the Avs in the pieces that they did awesome. acquire. It fit their needs perfectly. Right. And we don't really discuss it. Yep. And that's how I f have trust and faith in the front office that not being in on the Lindholm sweepstakes, yep. they're not toast as no. a result. There is a B plan that's yeah. probably as good as their A plan. We just weren't thinking yeah. of it. And that's where I'd be open to names that we haven't really yeah. considered before today. And somebody said, like, um, what's his name? It's not a 2C uh, lot. And I agree. It's, it, it falls in the category of what I was saying earlier. You know, okay, it's more like a 3C, but with the Avs yeah. decor and pushing the pace and getting points and, and Kale McCart, best player on the planet. You know, it just... It softens the blow that you don't really have a true, I hate that word, like number two center. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I agree. Uh, Scott Lawton's probably not a true number two center. That's not what I'm saying. But he does make the abs better at the center position if he's in their lineup. You know what I mean? Again, depending on what you give out, right? So that's kind of where my thought process is. You yeah. know? And I'm not saying he's an all-star. No, I want to affirm that position, yeah. though. Like, there's a reason Nazem Kadri isn't in Colorado right now. Yeah. And it's not because he wasn't a great fit. Yeah. They couldn't afford to invest right. that much in that position specifically. Every NHL lineup has to make those decisions where they're going to invest money. And this Taves extension, they have committed to investing good money on their back end. And yeah. a lot of it's invested in their top stars who also have extensions coming up. Yeah. This is just the way the Avs lineup is is shaped. And so you might have to make some sacrifices yeah. at the 2C position. And I'm grateful that I'm not in C-Max's role yeah, yeah. because it is a balance that I yeah. can't imagine. But I, I think that's why entertaining players that might not be a true 2C yeah. is a necessity in this cap era to some extent. Yeah, yeah. And somebody said earlier, like you just talked about the Giroux and then somebody was talking about Lekkonen like oh people they even know who Lekkonen was yeah. I mean yeah I mean to some yeah. extent right. but it's in the hockey world they didn't know <laughs> right and was he having a bad year that year oh uh, yes he was you know what I mean like right and so it's a lot like the Lindholm thing you know what I mean yeah obviously like he's, a, he's not a center he's a winger but I'm saying like it was kind of like people are like oh yeah I know he's having a bad year but oh yeah I'm taking him you he's know what I mean like right because, yeah. yeah yeah so so I do believe Vancouver was kind of thinking that way now to go back to, to the Lawton and things like that. I mean, those guys, C Mac and in that group, you know, they're gonna they're gonna do what's necessary for for the Avs to be better and to be ready in, in what makes sense. But like I said, we're not a fly on the wall. We can only assume, you know, right? You know, and again, I think we're good at our assumptions and and a lot of people are too. And I see Casey Middlestad, that would be uh, you know, I'd love Casey what's his name? Middlestad. Is it Rudo? Rudo loves him, doesn't it? Is it Rudo or AJ? It's one I of the two. I don't know between the two. One of the two loves him. Um, I'm okay on him. You know, I'm okay on him. I'm more like because of his start was so so first couple of years. You know what yeah. I mean? And again, those guys are so young when they get to the league. And but he seems like you know he would be 
a good fit. You know what I mean? Again, what is the cost of acquisition for that? They're different trades. He's yeah, signed, right? High. It's not a UFA. It's it's different. You know high what I mean? Player, yeah. So, you know, what they ask for bull buyer and then, you know what I mean? Like things like that, right? That's that's what you got to think. And I'm not saying I would do it. I, it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, right. but if you're Buffalo, why would I give you my good asset? You know what I mean? I mean oh, I'll take a fifth round pick. I mean, it's not how it works, right? You know right. what I mean? Like you're going to have to give some, you know, to, in order to get assets. So, and again, we're talking about names Casey's here. A bum. It must be. Oh. It must be AJ. <laughs> who is it? It must be. It must be AJ who likes Middlestat. Is it AJ? It must be. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, must be. I got you, Nathan. Okay, Rudo's on now. Yes, we got to him. We got to him. Foodie would have been the other guy to uh, throw in Rudo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I just don't think. Foodie helps you this year. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think so. I don't, yeah, over I think the injuries, stock, the, I mean, the stock. Lowered because he missed so much time. I'm still high on him, but... No, 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 absolutely. You know, I'm no, not no. an NHL scout for a reason. We're, we're saying today to help right. the Avs go win the cup. You got to remember, if you're a prospect of the Colorado Avalanche, it's different than being a prospect for the San Jose Sharks, with all due respect to the Sharks. This, this, you're a prospect here, like, they're going to use you to... You know, make you better if you're the Sharks here. They might use you as a pawn to yeah. go get the silver thing. It's different. They're in different places, those franchises. And and even if you're coming up in the lineup, you're coming up for a specific thing to help them. Where you go to San Jose, you get more leeway. You get more, you know, yeah. freedom to do things. They're here. It's like, yeah, no, every point counts. And we're going to win the silver thing. So it's a big difference. That's a good point. Um, you know what I mean? So it's different. Um, and all the names we're talking about here, you know, and that's my segue here, but all the names we're talking about is to fill holes, right? So it's a little bit like Red Hawk roofing, yeah. right? You know, you want to make sure that Denver's best roofers have joined the DNVR team. And that's why when we talk about fixing holes, like we've been doing the last hour here with some players, you know, you got to talk about Red Hawk roofing uh, they have decades of experience and even include a free no obligation inspection as colorado's best estimators and contractors so that's pretty cool winter is here so don't wait uh, to take care of any issues before more storms will hit and we all know that more storms yeah, will hit you know weekend, I we think. know that yeah. so if you're looking for a new roof over your home or business be sure to check out red at red hawk roofing at red rock redhawkroofing.com and tell them dnvr sent you we're also brought to you by empire today with empire today you get shop at home convenience the right product for your needs quick and professional installation um the philosophy is to help you find what you need not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes so flooring is all empire today does uh, we live and breathe flooring so you can be confident you're getting honest, upfront advice. So, yeah. Ceiling, flooring, you know, you're fixing things, right? Yeah. And that's what the Avalanche are trying to do with their roster. So schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code DNVR. Restrictions apply. CEmpireToday.com slash DNVR for details. Third period of the DNVR, I mean, yeah, DNVR Avalanche podcast. You know, Bruno threw me off because like, he's he's on the chat. I get nervous. Um, you know, 
He's the man. And he was with Cal McCarr, if you didn't know, this morning. That's so cool. Yeah. So Rudo was with Cal McCarr this morning at check-in. Can Same I throw a name mom. out there for yes, you guys? Yes, yes. Um, I know he's got kind of a big cap hit, but like I've heard p- the Pens are shopping around Jake Gensel. Again, yeah. not a traditional 2C. Obviously, he's a left winger, but yeah. like... But I, 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 you know, I think he's a UFA, correct? I'm looking at Yeah, Gensel, I believe, is a UFA. He's probably going to be the biggest guy in the UFA market this summer. One of the biggest guys. Um, can play I with. Love I love Gensel. I love Gensel. I mean, I think everybody does. I think it's Pittsburgh. What are they going to do? Are they? I mean, you got Crosby, Malik, and Latam. I mean, are you sellers? Or are you are you going for it? And then you made a trade for Eric Carlson this summer. I don't know. I'm just saying. This is you go to sleep at night. You're trying to think like, what am I? You know, what are we? What, what are, are we? we? Are we sellers? <laughs> and it's just tough. I mean, just I'm not bagging on the Flyers. I Man, we love what the Flyers have done this year, right? I mean, yes. awesome. No, but then, 100%. right, the Avs play them, you know, 10 days ago, whatever, and then, you know, and then they lose them. four or five in a row. You know what I mean? like, and, and that's what this league does. You lose four or five in a row, and you're like, oh, yeah, I think we're selling. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but before that, oh, no, no. And fans get mad. Like, don't sell because, no, 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 we can go for it. Right? I mean, I love it. That's that's what makes sports so fun. And But I think to answer your question, which was a very good question, uh, Pittsburgh, like, well, it's, what's going to happen here after? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know when they're, I mean, their break after or whatever. I mean, anyway, coming up here. What do they do with their games? And you know, they drop a couple. Where are you at? Like sometimes you have to face reality. Like this is where we're at. And you know, and it if you're a guy like Crosby or you know Malkin and guys like that, I've never been in rebuilds or sellers or I mean, what do you do? Right? It's a tough one. Like to. No, no, no. They were awful. That's what I mean. Like, you know, I mean, in a sense, yeah, yeah, he was the best player in the league. He put the franchise back on the map. And, you know, they have three cups. And, again, they've always been, you know, up there. Favorites is to win, come out of the East. And so it's a tough goal for, for that. But, again, so, I mean, I mean, you're, okay, sorry. I talk about Lindholm. You probably get a big boatload at the, I mean, like, if they really decide to trade him, I bet you it's a bigger package than Lindholm, even though he's a winger. You know what I mean? But, Wow, what a player he is. He is. Oh, like, he's UFA, right? He is. Yeah, so he's, he's one of the biggest UFA guys this summer. So, but and again, who knows? Some decisions. I, mean, I don't know. Is Pittsburgh going to sign him there next week? I don't know. Like, again, we don't know. You right. know like, I, we don't know what's going to happen. And, and that's what makes it fun. Um, but I got a couple more questions for you, too, like just to change the subject a little bit. Uh, um, what about, uh, what about, I mean, I, I think it's just fantastic. Uh, not that it's good news for the Western Conference, but like the Edmonton Oilers, like how do you yeah. get so low and so bad? Like things go so sour, and then all of a sudden, like you can't lose a game. I think after the break, it will be like fifty days that they haven't lost a game. I mean, that's unreal because I think it was like thirty-nine or forty days, yeah. and now they have the break. Well, I'm assuming you know, put ten days there, you know. So you'll be at like 49, 50 games and then 50 days and then they come back and they play, what is it, 17 now? Yeah, so they're going for their 17th They're going for 17. And it'll tie the current NHL record. That's right. One more and then they seal it. I mean, I tell you one thing, like how fun is it? First of all, because you're loose. B, 
How much, you don't want to be the one messing it up either, right? You know, you have no. a blunder, like a turnover, and you're like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, record. it's kind of crazy. And Stuart Skinner oh. could not stop a puck, and now it's like you can't get one past them. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell It's just two seasons, uh, and I, I don't know. And now, does that make you think, like, oh, playoffs are coming? Like, are we going to see the Edmonton Oilers from the start of the season, or are we going to see the Edmonton Oilers from now? Like, I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. You want to be peaking going into the, the spring and – Man, I mean, those guys, they're putting a different word for peaking. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, it's absurd what, what they've done. So I don't know it if you think absurd. they're going to come out of the, you know, are they going to win their game or are they going to lose their game? They are playing the Vegas Golden Knights. So mm-hmm. that is an interesting matchup. Obviously, yeah. Vegas is a pretty experienced team, but they're going through struggles of their own. They lose Jack Eichel to injury. That obviously makes them a little less. And the Oilers are just so hot right now. I was very critical of them on the last show. Yeah. In terms of what I think their playoff implications could be. But as far as what they are right now, Stuart Skinner has been a better goaltender more this season than he wasn't. It was like the first 13 games that were abysmal for the entire team, Stuart Skinner included. But since November, he's been one of the best goaltenders. Yeah. And so I don't want to bet against that in terms of sealing this record. I think it's within their grasp because they just got to get through Vegas and then they have Anaheim. And I could see the Anaheim Ducks wanting to play a spoiler role. I could see that really galvanizing both groups, truthfully, wanting to spoil what Edmonton's doing right now. But I I think it's within reach. Um, I'm not sure what it looks like, you know, in a seven-game series down the line for Edmonton. I'm a little skeptical. But for what it is right now, it's incredibly impressive. This hasn't been done in two decades' time. This I mean, it's kind like of history. I mean, it it's, really it's is. Yeah, I guess it's historic. It's like, quite incredible. And I, I don't think when they made the coaching change, they thought that. I mean, you get the coaches, you know, the, big the bump or whatever yeah. you call it. You now, whoa. I mean, this, this is kind of like, oh, it's just like. Scratch your head, like really? It doesn't feel real. It doesn't I mean, feel like. And a I real get it. They weren't change. getting saves, and I, I get that. And you know, but again, McDavid was what hundredth score in the league at that time, and maybe he was nursing something. I don't know, you know. But then now, all of a sudden, he's on a torrid pace too, and then he he's right there creeping up on you know yeah. McDavid and Kucherov and those guys, and you know, it's it's pretty impressive what they've done. So it's kind of fun. And then another fun question for you, like. We are talking about Calgary earlier, and we said Tanev. And do you think Hannafin is another guy, too, that on the UFA, obviously, market this summer, but I'm talking about trade deadline here. Do you think he's a Calgary flame by the end of the trade deadline? Hannafin? Yeah. No, I think that, or I guess it's tough, too, right, because Tanev was also in yeah. the mix, and it'd be yeah. hard to see them parting ways with both players. Yeah. I think they'll work to keep at least one, but I feel like Hannafin has maybe the most appeal. You know, 27 years old big guy, big player, and he's been on both special teams. You know, he's been quarterbacking PP1 on their PK, and he's been relatively productive from the back end, too, like 25 points in 45 games for them. So if I'm a team in need of a defenseman, that's probably at the top of my list. I just don't know if it's easier to find a home for Tanev than it is for Hannafin, um, just because the return is probably going yeah. to be greater in what they're asking to move on from Hannafin. Two different fits, right? One is more stay-at-home D, the other one more puck mover. You know, one's a lefty, one's a righty. Yeah. Matters for a lot of coaches. 
you know, I don't really care. But again, I wasn't a D. So I, but a lot of coaches they they love the lefty righty. So yeah, um, yeah. I, this is something that we'll have to keep an eye on. There's going to be some some movement. Uh, we all know that. And then, um, what about the All Star Game? Which of the celebrity coaches or whatever you want to call that celebrity yeah. captains who's going to come out on top? I Tate. I. <laughs> Who did you say? Tate. Yeah. Tate. Tate McRae. Tate McRae. She'll fight somebody. No, I I love the celebrity coaches. It's a talk at Monty, and I'm forgetting one of them. I like that. I mean, that's. But I like that. I like that head to head. You know, these are two teams at the top of the league. Yeah. And coaching is a big part of it. I think Boston, the success they had last year, he has players that really enjoy playing yeah. under him, and I think the change. Like, you look at where Vancouver is this year compared yeah. to last year. They had just moved on from Boudreaux, yeah. and they were looking at a pretty grim back half of yeah. the season. How far they've come now to a top of the league under the guidance of Tockett, I think, is a testament to what he's done in Vancouver as well. And so I don't know what the coaching will look like for the All-Star game, yeah. but I'm excited to see those guys get their flowers Um on that national stage meant to grow the game because they are two coaches really doing some of the best work right now. I like it. Tiff, are you good for drop stuff? Are you good? or do we, We're good? We're good. We're good. All right. I just want to make no, sure. You're, you're um, great at your job. following protocol You're great here, at you your know? job, Eric. you got to follow the protocol. You're right. You're right. We can talk more All-Star game tomorrow. Yeah. No, we will. And then uh, last one, no. And we'll talk about it, but who wins the skills competition? It's an individual this year, right? So it's. I'm going Kel McCarr. Someone from Toronto because there's so many guys there. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Vancouver's got a lot of guys too. Now they Man. do. Like Will Calgary. Yeah. Name a new representative? No, I don't think so. Too that's, late now. That's like, so, I think no. it is too late. Guys are yeah. on vacation yeah. in tropical places. Um, I hope it's Kel McCarr. And I hope that he doesn't give money to Bowen Byram if he wins <laughs> the whole that. thing. <laughs> I saw that. Well, anyway, that wraps it up for today. I just, uh, this was fun. And then again, whenever you have a trade like that, maybe there's another trade tonight. Then, you know, gives us some, that'd be nice, some material for tomorrow. Yeah. If not, we'll talk more, you know, about the all star yeah, game and what's know ahead, you know, obviously. Um, after the break, right? You know, what is it, Monday? Yeah. New York, no, you're is right. it Monday? It's Monday. Right out of it. And, right? and, it's Monday. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah. Zach Priese should be in town yeah. today. And he's probably skating tomorrow, and the app should have an official practice Sunday. Yeah. So hopefully some cool stuff on the horizon, just yeah. getting to know the newest player in the Avs uniform. Well, drop us a like. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, right, uh, YouTube. We love talking hockey. We love talking Avalanche with you guys. Uh, it's been a down week, but it's been fun. Been been time to get caught up on different things around the league. And uh, like I said, Tomorrow, same time, let's let's get back at her and we'll talk about different topics and maybe another trade tonight in the National Hockey League. It would be awesome that we can dissect it. <laughs> Thank you very much, and we'll see you tomorrow. We all silly like the mayor. 